Hey everyone, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends, one of whom just got married, read romance novels and recap them for your listening pleasure. Let's start off the right way, shall we? With a Patreon shout out. We're still firmly entrenched in Aaron's lumberjack mythology, so here we go. Liz Z, you are a snallygaster, a dragon-like beast that specifically inhabits Frederick County, Maryland. The snallygaster is half reptile, half bird, so basically like a badass dinosaur. You swoop silently from the sky to catch your victims, and then you suck their blood vampire style. Your screech is louder than a locomotive whistle, and you have an extra eye in the center of your forehead. Seriously, you are a very badass situation. No joke, Teddy Roosevelt considered postponing his African safari to hunt for snallygasters in the greater DC metro area. This really happened, and he was the president. All right, we're about to get into part two of Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating by Christina Lauren, but I need to tell you about a very special sign-off that we have for you today. Back in episode 77, covering Eyes of Silver, Eyes of Gold by Ellen O'Connell, I made up a silly little tune regarding abs and dicks. You know, the usual. But then, our wildest dreams came true. We got remixed by a listener. In this episode, we reference it slightly, so make sure to listen all the way through to the end for us in all of our auto-tuned glory. Thanks again to Becky and Scott, because good goddess, this makes me so happy. Okay, Josh and Hazel, here we go. Hi, Erin. How how are you this Tired and weird. (laughs) God. (laughs) Guys, I slept through my alarm. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, I slept through my alarm. But it was because there was a pillow on it. I I threw a pillow on it. And (laughs) then... And you know what? Usually I have two alarms. um, But my watch is broken. Oh, I see. My watch broke yesterday. So now I don't have the two alarms. Yeah, you guys, I was um, freaking out. For like yeah. half an hour because this is not Aaron's style at all. It's I was literally like texting like. that I was thinking about calling the FBI. I cleaned. Thank you, Aaron, because I cleaned off my dresser. I managed Ooh. to change summer and winter clothing out because oh. I was so worried I had to well, clean. I'm glad to know that if anything ever happened to me, you'd have a spick and span home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, she's dead. Ah. She's dead. Well, the other thing was, you told me that when I call you on FaceTime, it like rings on every device out loud. And so I was like, nobody's home. It does. They're at the ER. Oh, no. Did you call me? Seven times. Did you call me on FaceTime? Oh, at least I don't seven know where my iPad is then. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay. it's been a trial. Yeah, and we don't have a lot of time because Melody has to go to her t-ball practice. <laughs> All right, you dick. <laughs> Think that through, Aaron McCarthy. Think it through. <laughs> so, right before we hit record, I was like, you do t-ball? And she was like, Ember. Ember does t-ball. But I just, I I feel like he's a baby who, like, barely walks. So it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, no, he does, he does the chicken wings. He does all the things. Chicken wings are not part of t-ball. 
Yeah, that's how they train them to um, the batting stance. They're like, show me your chicken wings that they put their elbows out. It's really cute because oh, he just like, he's my son. Adorable. He flaps into oblivion. Like there's no subtlety about it. He just like is flapping his chicken wings <clears throat> and all the other kids are like bouncing really politely. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very cute. Anyway, hey, I have. Okay, so one thing about Ember lately that I have to talk about on the podcast is that he is having a little bit of trouble with one phrase in particular that I find super funny. Love it when kids can't talk. It's my Uh, fave. It's a lot. So he loves playing like he's the Transformer and he's playing like against somebody or he's Spider-Man and he's fighting against somebody. And so the other day he was playing with um he was like a transformer fighting thanos or something like that and uh-huh, he was like uh-huh. yeah and then transformer is gonna beat him off no. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i love it i love it yeah he's like i punch you i punch you and the transformer beats him off <laughs> <laughs> have you corrected it or just let it happen you know it's sort of an in-between like michael and i just burst into hysterical laughter and so of course Mm -hmm. ember's like my game it's working everyone is having now he'll never stop he'll be 35 (laughs) and he'll be like beat him off isn't that funny yeah yeah oh and i have a couple of housekeeping things i have two one is this is gonna we're living in the past right now when this comes out you're going to be a, a married person. Congratulations, Erin. Oh, yeah, I will. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll be a, mm-hmm. yes. a married person. Yes. And then second is because of said marriage, mm-hmm. we are going to be taking a week off of the regular programming. And I did an episode with Jen Reads Romance. We are reading Cinnamon Blade, Knife in Shining Armor. <laughs> It's so good. It's an adorable novella, and I'm super excited Which, about it. If you're a patron and you listen to our patron episode that we never published to everybody on, gosh, what was that book called? Right. Knit One Girl Two. Is that right? By That's Shira yep. Glassman. Is that also correct? I believe so. I'll look. This. These are the fictional characters that they're always talking about reading fanfics of. It's a female female book. Yeah, but I've it's heard that. Lovely. So while Knit One Girl Two was a very chaste, just a smooch sort of romance, I've heard this oh, one is a little. This one spicier. goes in. It's literally called <laughs> like a spicy novella or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's really cute. Anyway, it's adorable and it's hot AF, and we're into it. So do you stay have to read Knit One Girl Two first, or nope. can you do it yourself? No, nope. okay. It's a standalone. It's cool, a superhero. Cool, cool book it's great it's got everything it's got everything so anyway get excited for that next week what are your housekeeping things you know what's hilarious is you said that by next week when you listen to this that i'll be married and one thing that i wanted to say is on the day we're recording this hb ushma is getting married (laughs) so i wanted to say hey to ushma which is really because you're like you're getting married married a week ago more importantly ushma is getting married (laughs) you're so right you're so right i met ushma kiss con she was very nervous about her wedding uh planning situation so wanted to say hey and then also that reminds me because i remembered it was the same day is the day that love sweet arrow opens in chicago the second 
That's right. Romance bookstore in the world. So if you live in Chicago, go over there. Love Sweet Arrow. Okay. Yeah. Those are my two things. Yeah. And check out, we find we found out that we are sponsoring the Erotica Shelf. Oh, they give no us the way. Erotica Shelf. Yeah. When did we find that out? Did they email us? On Twitters. Twitters? No, Twitter. Yeah. Oh, man. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Guys, <laughs> if you go there, could you take a picture and send it to us? God, please, please take a picture of our shelf. Oh, yeah. We want to see it. Anyway. All right. All right. So okay. we have part two of Josh and Hazel. Josh and Hazel. The cutest little couple who's <laughs> not a couple yet. <laughs> but well, they have both. They have joined oh. in lovemaking. Oh. <laughs> her whole face, guys. Her whole face <laughs> went, went a big scrunch. <laughs> yeah, they just finished up with some floor sex and she's waking up in her bed the next morning. Oh. She has no, no recollection no, no. of getting there. That's what? not... Well, oh. the first line of chapter 12, which is after chapter 11, which is the bone-in chapter, if you want to go yeah. directly there. That's right. The first line is, I can't believe we're back here, because we promised we never would come back. I must have fallen asleep beneath Josh on the new <laughs> hardwood <laughs> floors of my hallway. <laughs> you know, Listen. because her house flooded. I just yeah, the that. only reason <laughs> she like, mentioned that. Yeah, those yes. new hardwood floors, you guys. Ooh, new hardwood <laughs> floors. No wonder we have the erotica shelf. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you said the only reason she mentioned them were what? She was boasting about them? She was boasting about them, but only because her um her apartment flooded. She's is like the first week or something she's back in her apartment or whatever. Anyway, mm -hmm. Josh M world's most perfect man yes other than tom valeska uh, i was sorry, gonna say everybody. tom valeska is taking yeah. a seat right now you know what tom valeska doesn't want that title so he can sit down Ooh. <laughs> mm. interesting interesting all right so josh picks her up and puts her in bed but she wakes up and he's gone gone but he's left her yeah. a note like i i love that like the angst in this book only lasts like two seconds each i know because you're like Josh is gone. Oh, he's gone? left a note. Good. I know. Oh. So he says, I'll call you later this morning. Later this morning is 7 a.m. Yeah. So he calls her and they have kind of like a normal but like kind of awkward conversation where, you know, it's just like, hey, are you okay? Is everything good? But like what's great about this book is whenever they're react they're acting like normally around each other over the next like week or so. The, mm -hmm. like, things that they said to each other during the drunk sex, like, play in oh, their yeah. head. And it's stuff that we didn't necessarily even see during the drunk sex. So we're getting, like, mm -hmm. little lines that are, like, yeah. super duper sexy where they're, like, flashing Ooh. back and they can't stop thinking about each other. It's good stuff, you guys. It is so good. Yeah, but they act like they're normal, even though both of them are, like, Freaking Zyowskis. Um, yeah. <laughs> they both <laughs> acknowledge that they uh, did not use a condom. And Hazel tells him that she is on the pill, so don't worry about it. And then he's like, when was the last time you got tested? Yeah, yeah. And I'm she's sorry. like, take take yeah. the ship. Go Thank for it. Thank you. Take the stern or whatever. <laughs> nope, that's wrong. <laughs> take the stern. I'll take that stern. <laughs> that's what they said in Titanic. Only if it's a stern brunch daddy. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so she's like yeah i'm i'm good hey also remember that time our friendship was founded on the fact that your girlfriend was cheating on you for over a year mm -hmm. and you didn't know it are you tested and he's like oh man i'm so sorry 
I didn't mean to imply anything. I should have led with that. Like, yes. yes. I recently yeah. got tested. Although, let's review. You should keep getting tested. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they're like, okay, and we're okay. And they're like, yes, we're we're okay. We're definitely going to be okay. We're definitely, definitely. Like, they're very adamant about it. And it's so cute because they're so in love. They're so in love. She thinks to herself, maybe it felt a little bit like making love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melody hates it. She's shuddering. <laughs> I do. Although that's a necessary thing to communicate yes. in this instance because the sex didn't just feel like random hookup sex. That's the point. So in part of like being we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, they also are like, oh yeah, we both don't even like remember it that good, which yeah. is like not true. Then we go to, so it makes sense for me. Okay, we got Hazel and Josh. Hazel has been like into Josh since college. She's been very communicative about it <laughs> to Josh. Like, yep. Of course, Hazel's into Josh now. Hazel's been into Josh for a long time. But we get to the next chapter and he's Ooh. like, oh, I checked in with Hazel and Hazel's the same Hazel and it's no big deal. But I'm not the same Josh. And I'm not the same Josh melted at that line. And that is the whole chapter. That line, that sentence is all of chapter 13. I know. Melted. Loved it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My note was, what Josh are you? Tell me. (laughs) New Josh. New Josh. Do you love Hazel? New Josh. Um, Is it it because you're in love? (laughs) (laughs) And then they go to their friend's house. Well, his sister, you know, his sister and her husband. And God damn it, Hazel. This is where I started to be like, I cannot deal with Hazel a little bit. Pardon me? This is where I felt like I couldn't deal with it. She just like barges in and they're like, hey, how are you guys? And she's like, we had sex on the floor of my apartment. I just had to say that out loud. Yeah. Oh, they they asked her like, how's the dating? How's the double dating going? And she's like, Josh and I ended up having sex with each other after we bolted from date seven. Silence falls in the small entryway like a fog and I turn to Josh to save me. His eyes are wide like he's watching a plane go down and is silently praying it will pull back up at the last minute. We both know it won't. Then she goes, so that happened and like does a little dance and says it was really fun. Like who does that? You know who doesn't do that? This guy. Who doesn't do that? Does not do that. No, I wouldn't expect that you... This is nope. this is a lot, you guys. I was like, hey, Zal. But I guess it is on brand. I am incredibly capable of being discreet. Yes. But, like, I don't think she wants to be no. discreet. It's not like Josh said, this is our secrecies. No, she needs... To, like, I think deep down she needs someone to know. She needs somebody else to acknowledge that her dream came true. Even though she hates the fact that she did it in the moment. It's true. I know you. It's true. I fucked you on the floor once. Uh Okay. So they have a bit of an awkward dinner because Emily keeps on trying to be like, what does this mean? And both Josh and Hazel are like, it means nothing. Also, it's none of your business more than that. And then sometimes Emily shoots Josh something in Korean and they have a little Korean fight and then like come back (laughs) to English. (laughs) Hazel doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. And then like they're giving each other silent looks all evening where like she's looking at him like, this is great. This is going really well. Uh He's looking back at her and he's like, no, it's not. (laughs) yeah and and meanwhile she's saying ridiculous things out loud Uh including but not limited to 
Winnie has worms, I told the table. I spread some butter on my bread, took her to the vet earlier. I was so worried I was going to have to treat it with some ointment in her butt. But nope, just a pill. I take a Mm -hmm. sip of wine and grin at them. Josh puts his fork down and cups his forehead. But in a few beats, they all break into laughter. And Emily Uh looks over at me with my favorite kind of fondness. She really doesn't have worms. I was just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And then Hazel does something that I do, which is revise history to make it my fault so that other people don't feel awkward. (laughs) Yes. This is something I do all the time. Yes, I do. A fact of a thing that happened and then I change it. (laughs) And then I say that and then I take responsibility and she's Uh like, oh, it's just because you're so hot. Of course, I like got drunk and like got on you. And Uh like, this is not your fault. This is me because I'm like a slut all the time and I'm good. And he's like, no, 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 I don't think that's how that how it happened. And she's like, well, I don't remember. So just Mm -hmm. me. One night stands. This is how I am. So (laughs) I was like, that's not what happened. He took out his towel and he got on you. So that's I wanted to point that out. Yeah. So then she tells her mom Mm -hmm. and her mom is like, ooh, so it seems like you probably have feelings for Josh. And she's like, no. And even if I did, I shouldn't, you know, because Josh is the blueprint for perfect and and I'm Hazel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Hazel. Yeah. And like ruining our friendship would be the worst thing that could ever happen to me. So even if I do, I'm definitely pushing that down. And her mom was basically like, I just dream someday that you have a a real, true, deep love. And Hazel remembers that, like, she never had that with her dad. And that later on in life, she's like, she seems to have found a boyfriend that likes her for all of her nonsense, you know? Mm -hmm. Actually, this reminded me, somebody posted in the cult this meme of a daughter, and it was a photo, a daughter's like, My dad used to get really, really mad every time my mom brought a new mug home because she likes to collect them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck with all these mugs? And she's like, meanwhile, fast forward. This is her boyfriend. He built an entire wall to display her mugs for her. (laughs) And she's Mm -hmm. like, get you a man like that. This just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you see my friend Jen that posted that? Did you see her post her nail polish wall that her husband made her? No. Yeah. Is that in the comments? Yes. So she posted this long thing about her relationship history. It was very sweet if you saw it. And then, like, I I don't know why she didn't share it up front, but then, like, in the comments she had a picture. It was like, here's an example of the nail polish wall that my husband made for me. And it's like, it's almost like one of those little, like, what's in the Midwest where it's like the little, there you go. Yeah, a curio cabinet where you put all your tiny cats. You put all your (laughs) tiny cats and your little spools in there. But she has nail polish. That's lovely. Do they have curio cabinets where you're from? I thought that was purely a northern Midwest thing. Well, I'm in like, I was from like country Oregon. There oh, are right, definitely right. Okay. curio cabinets What were in yours? Yeah. Was it tiny cats? Tiny dogs? Uh, you know what? I don't think I owned one. Yeah, well, I'm like sure my Oregon mom style. did. Tiny cats. Were oh, they yeah. tiny horses where you're from? I'm a lot wondering. of them were like wood carvings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I should get one of those. Oh, oh, and then and then she tries to tell her mom he loves me like a sister. Mm-mm. She's like he and boned she's like, you. He Hazel. had sex, sex with, you. with you. 
And uh-huh. then she asks her if she loves him. And uh-huh. Hazel's like, I don't know. Uh-huh. But even juicier, Josh has lunch with Emily. Emily. And Emily's like, do not break her. Yeah. She's like, you this have is the power to break her. Even yeah. though she replaced me with you as her best right. friend, I still love her, which is. Um, <laughs> That's a level of loyalty that I don't can have. Really bow down to. That you do not have. No, I would if I like, replace you, you would down. burn me down. <laughs> yeah, if I was like Melody, I think that I have a friend that I like better than you, like <laughs> Tanya or Jen or Sarah would be the other person on this podcast. So fucking quick, it would be like I never even existed. It would be like don't even oh, yeah. mention that she was ever here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no. I'm just yeah. saying in the cult though and like neither of those three can enforce like I can so your it's kingdom's true. gonna crumble yeah you're the same way <laughs> you're the same way I you would not, burn it down I am not the jealous kind I don't think but if you betrayed me yes <laughs> <laughs> true like i wouldn't burn down the podcast i would just burn down that person and then i would retake my spot <laughs> that's what i would do <laughs> you'd be like hey this is oh wait i wouldn't burn down the podcast you would replace me on the podcast no you don't think I so i can't replace you no i didn't I hear you say it. that no yeah. way i think yeah that's what i'm saying like tanya or sarah or jen or somebody would be sitting here instead of me Nobody so? brings your fierce Slytherin wonderful. Nobody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. There's no way. But I would murder whoever you became friends with. Um, <laughs> but like quietly. But like don't take this as an admission. It's like this is not a um, present sense impression or anything like that. This is That's more right. like a fantasy podcast sort of it's thing. It's like a hypothesis. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we find out when he is talking to Emily is his inner monologue. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. So he's having a little bit of a, a quick memory mm-hmm. and it says and this is meanwhile this is chapter 15 this is four chapters later like yeah. they, they keep the heat going so well uh, in in the midst of the sweet and the angst and everything else his memory oh, is are you gonna read all the things he's thinking about while he's having lunch with emily yeah just one of them just one of them so he's like holding his menu and he's trying not to think of hazel and it says hazel beneath me the warmth of her hands moving down my back, the bite of her nails, her teeth on my shoulder, and the sharp cry she made the second t- time she came. The <gasps> second time. When she came and came and came. I'm definitely not thinking about the quiet way she mumbled she loved me when I carefully lowered her semi-conscious body onto the bed. Oh, it's so delicious. And then... Emily then, says, he's like, we just had sex. It's just sex. It was nothing. It was no big deal. But Emily knows mm-hmm. Josh because she's his mm-hmm. sister. And she's like, yeah. you don't just have sex with people. You are not a casual sex casual kind of sex. guy. You're a monogamous kind of guy. You're a serial monogamous. Yeah. And then he thinks that she's right. And yeah, he's, he's never, like, ever had casual that? sex. Sex is oh. so intimate to him. He never gives away a non-refundable piece of himself. Oh, oh. He calls it supremely intimate. And I don't know why I find that so sexy. It is so sexy. Oh, gosh. This is also where, I'm sorry, this isn't a funny episode. This is just us 
reading to you aloud the book. I hope you enjoy this new, um, this new non-funny, more like read me romance style. More just constant swoon that we're doing. Yeah. But she says Hazel is a butterfly and he has the power to take the dust from her wings. I know. Ah! That's how the chapter ends. Christina Lauren. Incredible. Christina Christina Lauren. Lauren. Christina Lauren. Christina Lauren. (laughs) Ladies. So good. Just the goddamn dream team. So then they hang out normally for like a month. Yes. And they kind of have stopped joking about the capital drunk sex. (laughs) Right. It's very okay. It's very cute. But then they have another blind date. And is this the one with the girl that she meets on the train? Oh, no. This is the yoga teacher. Yes. Sasha, the yoga teacher. She sets him up with yoga. And she is very like all of the stereotypes you could think of. It's like she's vegan. She doesn't drive. All of those things. She hasn't cut her hair in four years because she doesn't feel it's given her permission. Oh my god! <laughs> the kind of shit I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I'm friends with many of those people, and it just fumes inside me every time I say something like that. So, and he sets her up. Oh no. With a oh, dude no. from the gym. Oh, God. Oh, this no, chapter. Aaron. Oh, it this hit Aaron. me hard. Oh, uh-huh. God. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I felt like I was I was right back in this relationship <laughs> that I had. I was like, oh, my God. I was like 20 again. Anyway. Yeah. So this guy. They get there early. And she's coming by her. No, the two people get there early. Yes. And Sasha they're both and sitting Tyler. At- yeah, they're both sitting at the booth together. So Josh and Hazel walk in together and Hazel sort of stills. They make eye contact with the people on the table. Hazel stills and the guy that Josh has set her up with bounds out of the booth, gives her this huge, gigantic Ugh. hug. Yeah. In my memory, this is not how it happens, but in my memory, he like spins her around and cups her face and stuff like it's it's weirdly intimate. Mm-hmm. It That doesn't happen, but. That's like the impression it left on my heart. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh, meanwhile, is totally bewildered. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I have to go say hi to my date. Mm -hmm. And immediately it says, I already know Jones. Tyler Jones was my six months. Six months together, followed by years of him studiously manipulating me into thinking we might be able to happen again someday so that I'd sleep with him again and again. Oof. Oof. Yeah. And, like, he treats her like he's like, oh, my gosh, like, I made so many mistakes in our relationship. I'm so glad that, like, I can see you again. And, like, this is so great. I've been thinking about you ever since we broke up in college. Like, what, like, fate has brought you to me sort of thing. He's just, like, constantly the whole time at dinner telling more and more stories about, like, their relationship slash friendship and, like, how great Hazel is. And Hazel's just sitting there, like you know you have a false memory of this whole thing this was terrible for me you know like all this whole thing yeah so she says that she's only been in a relationship for six months right. uh, tyler tells the whole table that they dated for two and a half years right yes and that's his memory of it and then he's telling them all about how like he fucked her in a museum like she pulled him into a bathroom <laughs> right? at the museum yeah and meanwhile She's like looking at Josh because they just had a friend date at the museum, that same mm-hmm. museum. And Josh is like having Josh is like sort of still, but he's really entertained by the stories because Tyler is talking about 
the antics of his best friend slash woman he's in love with. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's hard for him not to be swept up in these stories because it is so Hazel and Josh loves right. everything about Hazel. I think the thing that hurts Hazel about the, more so than the just like the standard experience that I think we've all had of like having somebody who you're like on and off with and who you feel like is stringing you along. Like he broke up with her for the reason that she was too weird. Like the thing yeah. that is like her biggest fear, like the thing that, you know, her happened to her mom and everything. And then he proceeds to tell all these stories about like how super weird she is and how super and how much he loved it and how he loved it. And like that is like cuts are so deep because she's like, oh, really? You know, you love this. And like there was a certain time and I don't remember the circumstance where he was like, you are so fucking embarrassing to her. Yeah. And it's like followed her her whole life. Like that has been still hurting her 10 years later or whatever it is now. Absolutely. Also, the way that they broke up the final time was that he came over, manipulated her into having sex with him, and then left for Europe with who she found out a girl he was dating. Mm -hmm. He went to Europe with his current girlfriend. Yes. Oh, skis bag. Yeah. Everything about him is so skis baggy. It's rough. And then Josh really doesn't know what to do. So he's just kind of like, because he doesn't really understand everything that's going on with Hazel, but he knows that she's uncomfortable. So he just kind of has his date with Sasha. Oh, yeah. So during this date, Tyler does not have anything to drink and then tells Hazel, hey, I'm sober now. And Hazel's like, yeah, I'm in recovery. So Hazel's like, well, you know, because part of the problem with their relationship was his drinking, I guess. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, you know, it sounds like he's trying to, like, you know, change his life and, like, all these things. And that's really admirable. And, like, maybe I ought to give him a second chance. Yeah. Can I Oof. tell you how triggering down to my core this was? It's not yet. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to it. Like, I have absolutely zero patience for this bullshit. Uh-huh. This I makes know. me so fucking angry. Uh-huh. And ugh. anyway, they yep. have a great date or whatever. Yeah. So they go home <laughs> after the date. Josh leaves with Sasha. Yeah. As, like, they're going off to, like, after the date. And then Hazel goes home loses her shit at her house is just like crying and she feels like she's right back where she was 10 years ago and it's like now she's in this web with tyler again Mm -hmm. she's huddled in her bed and she just like she walked in the door and burst into noisy sobs and she's not been okay since yes and all of a sudden oh and you know what she watches steel magnolias guys if you're sad don't watch freaking steel magnolias don't do that do oh god (laughs) malin like Hit a Weeza. You don't want that. You don't want it when you're sad. Watch something happy. Watch a movie with dogs. That's what you need to do. You know what? I've talked about, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but one of my, one of other people's favorite games to play with me is called Zero to Steal Magnolias. Yes. Where they're like, I'm going to show you a something and we'll see how long it takes you to cry. Yes. Uh It's a good game. Very cathartic. At my wedding, which has already happened by now, we're having a reading done from the Disney film Up, and the officiant is announcing it by saying, 
so-and-so is going to do a reading from the Disney film Up, a movie that Aaron was asked to leave by an <laughs> usher because she was sobbing too loudly. And that is a real story that happened in the Britannia Theater in New Orleans. I was tapped on my shoulder and I was asked to leave because my sobs were too loud. So That makes me so happy. I understand. Oh my gosh. Like the first 10 minutes of the movie too i went from like can't wait to watch pixar movie to like in the theater such that i was disturbing other patrons <laughs> okay Whew. so she's in our bed and she is sobbing and then all of a sudden she hears hey hey i this is my favorite this is one of i mean i just felt my to my bones this gesture she makes i yes. gasped Clutching my boob as if it's my heart. Oh, yes. 100%. <laughs> and you just, sometimes when you're surprised, you just feel protective of your boobs. You, like, right. They're so vulnerable. And I feel like there's a lot of times in like film and TV where like a man is surprised and he like puts his hands over his balls and that's funny. But not enough times does this gesture happen in, yeah. in art. I know. And I think it should because it's a real thing. Sometimes, like, it somebody's behind you is. and you're like, don't touch my boobs. <laughs> These are mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I okay. totally understood. So she looks up in her bedroom doorway. Josh is there. Josh is here? I didn't even hear him come in. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it's so cute because she's, like, mute at this point. I mean, she's just sobbing. And he gets into bed with her and he's like, He's like trying to figure out what's going on. He's like, you know, tell me what's up. And she's like, I just feel emotional. And he reaches into her bedside drawer where not where there are not only several vibrators, but there is chocolate. Oh, I thought they were on top of the I thought they were on the dresser when he walked in. I thought they were just sitting on the dresser. And I was no. like, go Hazel. Oh no. oh, no, I'm sorry. She opens the drawer oh, anyway. Okay. He watches me push past the messy pile of sex toys for sugar without saying a single thing. Aww. It's so sweet. She keeps saying, you went home from with Sasha and I wanted to talk to you. She says it several yes. times. She does. I know. She's stuck in one of those emotional loops. Like, you you went home. I wanted to say, you left with Sasha. <laughs> 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 and he tells her that he adores her in this mood. Uh-huh. I can't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I I think, listen, in a normal book, I would be like, no, you do not adore her in this mood. But I just feel like Josh means something else. I can't think of what it is. Oh, right I, I know. I, I loved it. Means, oh, I thought you said I can't like, you know, how no, I, men are I like, you're so pretty even you cry. And we've, yeah, been, we've yeah, raged at that different. before. Yeah. But that's different. He means that's something like else. You're pretty when I make you cry. And right. he's, and what he means by this is, I will take you in any form I can get you. Yeah. I adore you in this that's mood, what too. He means. Good at articulating yeah. Melody. Good job. Yes. <laughs> Good job, Melody. <laughs> Creepy fingers at Josh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, so he says you should stay. She's like, if yeah. you do, I'm not going to have sex with you again. And yeah. he's like, yeah, okay, if we're going to play that game, I'm going home. And she's like, no, I would have sex with you again. You know that I would. Oh. <laughs> oh. And so he does stay, right? Yeah, yeah he stays. Yeah, and yeah. they fall asleep. Oh, oh yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, so, so they watch Alien. 
Yes. And All right. Josh take, wakes up. Take us away, Melody. Oh, boy. Josh wakes up on the brink of orgasm, he says. He's still dressed, but my chest is sweaty, my, my blood rushing hot and frantic. And as soon as I come into awareness, I can feel the electric storm building at the base of my spine. And Hazel is fully coming mm -hmm. next to him. Their sleeping bodies have, like, managed to dry hump each other into <laughs> orgasm. And it's my fucking favorite thing. So she fully comes. This is, like, Melody's new king. I, it's, I don't, I, yeah. No, they they can't they can't get enough of each other, Aaron. Their bodies are this ever happened to you? No Have you ever like accidentally no. like rubbed up against somebody in your sleep who was like not somebody who you like intended not that to? I recall. No, oh, not that I, I recall. Have and I will tell you about it later. And the person <laughs> yes. who it was will shock and dismay you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just like sleep as in the same bed as somebody. You're dreaming about something else, and then like it's all of a sudden, <laughs> oh god, it's true. It's what true. a day. Or like, or like a person you're not attracted to still smells good in your lizard brain. Sure, sure, like maybe. that's really dangerous yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Anyway, so they cannot believe what's going on. And she's like, oh, my God, I thought I was dreaming. And he said, me, too. And she goes, I woke up. I was I, I was coming. And he goes, so she did come. Holy <laughs> shit. He's like He's so like proud a of detective. himself. I know. <laughs> anyway. And so she's like, like, what do you need? What's are you OK? And he throws caution to the wind. And he says, I need to come. And she's like, yeah, like, absolutely. And she like circles him with her arms. And he says, I don't mind doing it myself if that's better. Mm -hmm. And I love this. Hazel goes, that's a nice image. But Hazel no. hooks her, her thumb in my boxers and slides them down over my ass to my thighs. And then he climbs over her and he takes off his shirt and he says the relief of it of her bare skin against me, of her legs sliding up and around my hips is nearly obliterating. Ooh. The writing in this is incredible. This Christina scene is Lauren. so good. Christina Lauren. Christina Lauren. Also Lauren. Christina like Lauren. Lauren and Christina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So in the morning. Let's see. Oh, they have such good sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just reading it. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. In the morning. Is this where she's making pancakes or where she's not making pancakes? Yes. Okay. So. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Yes. He thinks to himself, look oh, at yeah. this. I think we're making something right now. And then there's a whole paragraph and it go he goes, I also realize when I hear her sounds and feel the hungry wandering of her hands that for me, at least, this isn't just infatuation or a flash of desire. It's deeper. I think this is love. I think she's it for me, but I can't quite reach the emotional place with her noises pressed right into my ear. I know I'll be hearing them for days. Ooh. Oh, boy. Okay. So, right, so she's making breakfast in the morning, but it's cream of wheat it's shredded wheats cereal oh yeah she's just in the kitchen he's expecting this charred pancake buffet normal pancake disaster eggshells right. everywhere that's normal hazel she yes. is making a bland cereal yes 
he leaves his shirt off as he, he goes into the kitchen as a calculated that. method of like maybe making Hazel fall in love with him because he is uh-huh. aware of his own abs. I like a man who knows his abs, who's not I like, love it. why is she looking at me like that? Mm-hmm. He knows why. He works hard He's for like, that. He's like, abs, 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 dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he goes into the kitchen. She's not making pancakes. He's like, what's going on? She's like, everything's fine. And he's like, no, you usually are um, destroying the kitchen with a lot of, like, goops and stuff. And she's like, "Mm, no. Right. And it's pretty clear that Hazel is now afraid of her feelings such that she's normalizing her behaviors to conform to whatever a bland Josh man would like. Yeah. So he's kind of panicking because he realizes there's something up with her. And and he's like, you're my best friend. Right. (laughs) She's like, you've never said that before. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I have. And he's like, no, no, you have not. I have said it all the time, (laughs) up and down. I have painted the town purple with our best friendship. (laughs) And you, sir, have never said it before. And he's like, well, that's neither here nor there because you're my best friend. (laughs) It's very sweet. But he like basically forces her to make him some bad pancakes. They talk about Sasha being, you know, nice and that they had like, okay, fun together. Then he's like, so what are you going to do about Tyler? Are you going to give him a chance? What are you going to do? Because he, when Tyler left the date, he's like, I really hope you give me another chance because I I really would want to like be with you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know. You know, like our, our relationship was like so confusing to me. I don't know if it would be better now. And like, she's like, what do you think I should do? And Josh says, if you want to give him a chance, I think you should. Yeah. In his mind, he's like, I know that this is what I want. If if she does not know that right now, then I'm not going to force her into it because that's just a recipe for disaster. So mm-hmm. if there is something she needs to explore, then she right. should do that so that I have any shot at all. And in her mind, she's like, oh, he's my it forever, but he uh-huh. thinks that I should go out with another dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. What, he, what he actually says is, if this is where your head is, then I think yes. it's worth giving Tyler another chance. And then Hazel does another thing that I do, which is revise that statement <laughs> to, <laughs> to mean yep. I would like you to date other men and yes. then so that she doesn't have to worry about the Josh situation and she can just mm-hmm. focus on the thing that she knows is wrong so is mm-hmm. very safe instead of the thing that might like because if her and Josh don't work out, that's going to burn her whole life down. Exactly. So, like, she knows that if she goes back and dates Tyler again, it's not going to work out because they're not good together. Or it will, and she just knows that she's safe because any rejection from him yes. is A, already happened before and right. she's been fine. Yes. And B, won't matter because she doesn't love him. Yes. Oh, man. Also, what he said to her earlier, I just remembered. He didn't say you're so fucking embarrassing. That was her dad her dad what did he say he said you're not long-term material oh that fucker (laughs) oh i got so mad you almost grabbed your boobs (laughs) i did i was so mad (laughs) (laughs) all right so now it's she invites him she invites tyler over for dinner on friday yeah 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 he comes over on friday night for a date Yes. And this is where my head fucking explodes. Oh my god, this is where Tyler becomes like an actual monster. Like before it was yeah. just like not a great relationship. Now he is a monster. Okay. No, now take it away, full, Melody. He's a full narcissistic alcoholic. Yes. Um and 
he's deluding himself and hopefully nobody else. Right. But he arrives with two bottles of wine. And she's like, okay, well, am I to drink all of this? Like, <laughs> you said you were in recovery. And he says, oh, no, I just don't drink when I'm out. <laughs> it's fine if I get sloshed on two or three bottles of wine at home in private. But it's not even his home. It's her home. He's still yeah. out. Like, it's not even his own rules. He's yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. And uh, this whole thing made me so mad. And it hit me in such a place that it's super just yikes. Yeah. Guys, yikes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's one thing to realize that you have gotten yourself into some toxic temporary patterns and self-correct, mm -hmm. right? It's another thing to know deep down in your bones because of all of your actions, because your family has talked to you, because your friends have talked to you, because your life was in shambles for a while, mm -hmm. that you are, in fact, a true alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And to make these concessions for yourself that these are the circumstances in which it's okay. No, it still hurts everyone close to you. So maybe sort of stop. Okay. I <laughs> like, but don't like, but hey, Christina, comma, Lauren, Christina, yeah. Lauren, that this, uh, this ex-boyfriend, like the first part hit me in a place where I was like, <laughs> oof, that takes me back. And then the second part hit you mm -hmm. in a place that was like, oof, that takes me back. It's like, <laughs> Christina Lauren, you have managed to uh, make two different women be like, this guy, yeah. do not go Good back. Work. <laughs> yeah. Good work. Good work. Yeah, because he's palpably awful. Yeah, he, he turns into a monster this night. So he gets yeah. like super duper wine drunk. He's trying to get her to be wine drunk. He's trying to manipulate her into sex again, just like he always did. He's He has immediately fallen into the same patterns. And we don't see that like on the page, you know what I mean? But it's just the overall impression that I got is like, this is what he would do. Right. So anyway, they have this this whole dinner where she's like trying to give him a chance. She's not even sipping her wine. He later on talks about how she's been nursing the same glass for three hours. Mm -hmm. She cooks for him. And then all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. And it's they're Josh. both like, it's yeah, Sasha like, crashing their date. <laughs> yeah. So Joss has decided just to show up to their date. Do you remember if he knew? I think, I think he did. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. He knew it at the very least that she was busy. Anyway, then Hazel finds out that he has taken Sasha to this play that she really wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. And I hated that a lot. And Wait, it was so Josh took Sasha to a play that Hazel really wanted to go yeah. to. And I think he didn't. He didn't he think didn't about know. it. No, it wasn't a malicious thing yeah, at all. It wasn't because as soon as he says it, he sees Hazel's face and he's like, no, so-and-so had tickets and it was like only tonight and I knew you were doing this. Like, it was like, right. you don't understand. We got these tickets at the last minute and like, it's not a thing. It's, I didn't want to. He feels right. awful, clearly. Yeah. And he like, he's even to the point where he's like, oh, maybe I should not have gone at all. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't mean to hurt her. Anyway, Sasha's like, there's this really amazing music festival in town this weekend and we should all go together i don't super understand sasha 
I think she's just like a really nice, cool lady who is sort of spontaneous. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have invited this group. <laughs> I think she's just one of those people that's like floats above everybody else yeah. and is just always takes that whatever opportunity is in front of her to like go yeah. and do and feel and enjoy with whoever. Oh. Like. Yeah. And these are the people that I cannot <laughs> deal with. It's just like, whatever. Let's you go. They go. Let's go without tickets and like see if they have any once we get there. And like, it's just whatever. And I'm, no. Yeah. She's one of those. 100%. Yeah. So Tyler is really, really, really excited because Metallica is playing. Like the... the- <laughs> corpses of metallica have been reanimated they've been dusted off and they're gonna play a show (laughs) can i just say i used to work with a guy we were like virtual partners who used to like blast music in his office whenever whenever he like really needed to concentrate on something he would blast music which blew my mind i don't understand i need 100% 100% silence. Like, I will wear earplugs <laughs> when I really need, yeah. mostly because of his fucking office, because, like, usually yeah. we need to concentrate at the same time. And he would, like, blast Metallica from his office. Be like, God damn it, Mike. Yikes. And he, he told me once that in college he liked Metallica so much that they called him Metallica Mike. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's a white dude. <laughs> it's like, well, of course he's a white dude. He likes Metallica, but I'm just being like, he's just like, I don't know. I don't know. He's in the Arby's, so it's like you. Anyway, it's <laughs> just so really cute. funny. Yeah, Metallica. So Mike. they decide that they're all going to go together. Josh is like, "This is a dumb idea," and Hazel's like, "Ugh, this sounds terrible." But I'm giving Tyler a shot because that's what Josh and I have decided I'm doing. So Ugh, Hazel, stop revising yeah. history. Stop it. Stop it. Stop I it. Know, stop it. I know. Like, oh. Meanwhile, I will continue to do that for my whole life. I know so you will. I. <laughs> Don't plan on changing. (laughs) (laughs) I will judge it in Hazel, but I will continue it for myself. Mm -hmm. All right. Wait, he says something about Limp Bizkit. Are they there too? Is Limp Bizkit? Oh my God. Oh yeah. God, that takes me back. I will jump up and down to some Limp Bizkit. I am not going to lie. I will. I'll jump right up. (laughs) Um. Whenever I think of Limp Bizkit, I think of junior high. We took this pottery. We had to do pottery and we had to put it in the kiln. You know, do the do the kiln, do the pottery. Yeah, make an ashtrays or something like that. This kid made like the worst ashtray and then just carved with a toothpick in it, like Limp Bizkit. Maybe it was like a pot. I don't remember, but I just remember like. Where are you? What? <laughs> Who are you giving that to, friend? Though is your grandma really into Limp Biscuit? Right. <laughs> like Limp Biscuit is not gonna think that's cool, bro. Like you carving their band name into like a pottery pot you made when you were twelve. <sighs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, also, Tyler has made it clear he expected to stay over tonight. Yes. Uh huh. He yeah. walked in expecting to stay over. So they decide to go. All right. And the next scene is them climbing out of Tyler's Jeep at this music festival. Right. Here's basically how this goes. Shit goes down, you guys. Tyler. <laughs> what is it Ember says? <laughs> Beats him off. I'm going to beat this <laughs> off. Okay. So <laughs> Tyler starts calling her Craze as a nickname, yeah. which... uh. 
is like the thing that she's most self-conscious about. Don't do yeah. that. And Josh is like, oh, so when did that nickname happen? And he's like, yeah, I used to call you like babe all the time in, yeah. in college. I called her babe. And Hazel's like, you did? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Remember all the times I called you babe? And she's like, no, <laughs> no. I actually don't remember that. <laughs> no. That didn't happen. Right. So Tyler's drinking. And she's like, Tyler, They're out, you guys. I thought you said that you didn't drink when you were out. So fucking interesting. And I forget what excuse he uses, but he puts like some other like caveat on the whole recovery situation. They've got thousands. They've got thousands. It of might them. be that he's only drinking beer and not hard oh, alcohol. God. I cannot remember. But or maybe My that's just a caveat explodes. that people that I know have put on their own alcohol recovery. No, that sounds right. But and, it sounds it, right. Right. Um, but basically, this whole thing culminates in, you know, they are each kind of leaving the group to go get drinks and go get other stuff. Yeah, Tyler goes down to join a mosh pit at some point. Right. He and Sasha go dancing because Metallica, he's <laughs> Hazel's like, I thought Metallica was headlining. And he's uh-huh. like, no, God, Hazel, no, they're opening. <laughs> Be cool, Hazel. Be cool Jeez. about Metallica. Jeez. <laughs> they're still fucking awesome. <laughs> So anyway, and and she and Josh sort of snuggle on the blanket while he's down there. And Josh is like trying to take the temperature. Mm-hmm. Neither of them really know what to do with themselves. They're like looking at clouds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and Josh and Sasha go up to get like hot dogs or something because Sasha has got them a picnic nobody can eat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's what these women are like. Ugh. <laughs> You're like, oh, for lunch, I've brought a pomegranate seed. And then you're like, oh, now I have to pretend that that's okay because, like, I'm a woman, too. <sighs> God, it's the worst. Anyway, so. And HBs, you do not have to pretend it's okay. That's just something I do. It's not what you should do. That's not a behavior you should. You should be like, no, fuck your pomegranate seed. That's what you should do. So. <sighs> Hazel at some point really likes the music that's happening. So she gets up like right next to the blanket and just starts dancing with nobody else around. Hi, my name is Melody and I have done this too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, 100%. Can I rewind just a moment to tell you about this hell that was yoga school? (laughs) So yoga school I went to, it was every Friday night and every Saturday and Sunday, every other weekend for a year. So it basically just like absorbed your weekend. Every Saturday and every Sunday, everyone brought lunch to go eat to eat at the yoga studio during yeah. our lunch break. And it was like a minefield of what do I bring for lunch? Like every time <laughs> it was like we go around the group and it'd be like, I brought a carrot. I no. brought a chia seed. No, that's how it was. It was like <laughs> I brought homemade kombucha and a sourdough slice that I yeasted myself and like I every time every weekend I had such anxiety of like what do I bring for freaking lunch like that they're not going to be like "Eh." and Aaron brought some Doritos like oh god it was every weekend I would like go to the grocery store and just stare under the fluorescent lights and just be like what can I bring that is normal to these women (laughs) what beans can I mash up (laughs) Okay. All right. Sorry. I just felt like we hadn't told enough funny stories. So that's one. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) there's your banter. I've danced for you. 
banter throughout. That's right. <sighs> All right. Okay. And so now they're speaking of dancing. Hazel is doing it like a melody. Yeah. And she's just like dancing. Like she's just dancing. You guys are at a music festival. Why the fuck not? Yeah. She's and dancing alone. She's dancing he's... passionately. <laughs> Or naughty, she might just be like swaying. Who knows? This oh, I think Tyler, she's all this stupid out. guy. I think well, she's whatever. like I don't care. metaphorically tits out dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler is like Hazel. Why don't you come sit by me again? Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I'm dancing. Like I'm so excited about this. Why don't you come dance with me? And he's like, Hazel, come on. Mm-hmm. This is getting a little bit embarrassing. Mm. And Josh immediately steps up and he's like, I'm sorry. What is embarrassing? What's going on? And Tyler tries to do that thing. Where one bro confers with another and decides that all the women around them are nuts. And he's like, well, I mean, you know, like, you you know. Yeah, you know her. You know what she's like. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And then Sasha, queen, um, yeah. was like, hey, fuck off. She's just dancing. She likes dancing, which. Yeah. And Sasha's like, you were just in the fucking mosh pit. What are you talking about? This is why I have a like, lot well, of friends like Sasha. That's right. They will. They will throw down on your behalf. They will stand up for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then she looks over at Josh finally, and he's wearing this hat, this bright orange hat. <laughs> <laughs> what orange. It, say? it says cheesy. It says cheesy. <laughs> oh. And she's like, your hat. And he's like, yeah, I saw it down in the concession stand. I thought you'd really like it. And so he puts it on her head. And... I honestly don't know what happens to Tyler. What happens to Tyler? They they just tell him to fuck off. Like both Josh and uh, Sasha are just like fuck off, Tyler. And he's like, okay, <laughs> like leaves. Yeah. I I I think they just chase him away. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Because then the scene just changes. We don't actually find out if they like part ways then or if it's later or whatever. Oh, but I'm sorry. When he puts it on her head, he goes. You look ridiculous in that. I hope you wear it all day. Because he likes it when she's embarrassing and ridiculous. She, He loves it. He fucking loves it. He loves <sighs> it when she's just undiluted her. Yeah. So she goes to the grocery store with her BFF Emily and she's like, Josh got me a hat that said cheesy and I, that means I'm in love with him. <laughs> right. I'm in love with him and I have a problem. Does he love me too, do you think? Can you find out? <laughs> Poor Emily. Hashtag justice yeah. for Emily. Like, yeah. oh, God. Christina, come yeah. Lauren, Christina Lauren. Write her a book. Like, the poor girl. She, oh, shit. Unless they have. Yeah. We haven't have. read it. That's what, that's what my, oh, people. shit. I was like, oh, she's already coupled. Maybe there is a book out there that yeah. I haven't read. Mm. Interesting, interesting, we will interesting. Search. We okay. will search. Yeah. Okay, so as they're walking around, Hazel's like, I don't know what to do. I'm a coward. I sort of want to go back to the way everything was. And she's like, Hazy, I hate to burst your bubble, but you guys had sex twice, you know? So, like, it's probably not going to ever go back to the way it was. Right. And she says, most friends don't have sex, period. Mm-hmm. Oh, which reminds me, I need to grab some tampons. And Hazel has this sort of moment <gasps> in her brain. And she goes, I haven't had a period in like two months. Yeah. I.e. after the floor sex. Right. Okay. Listen. Bing, boom, bong, bird click. Um, yep. I didn't. I listen. Christina, comma, Lauren, Christina, Lauren. I love you. Yeah. I love you. I didn't like yeah. this, though. Like, I didn't feel like they needed it. Why why do we need the pregnancy? What does it do? Oh. 
Because, like, the whole, like, so she's afraid. Okay, so now she's pregnant. She's afraid, yeah. oh, I'm going to tell Josh. And then um, I guess we'll get there. But it, it's like the fear is like, oh, Josh isn't in love with me and I'm pregnant with this kid. And, like, that complicates things and it creates this, like, tense thing between them that, like, she has a secret that he doesn't know. And what is his reaction going to be and stuff? And it kind of, like, cements them together. But that never happens. Like, she never tells him. What do you mean she never tells him? He just him? finds out. You know, like, because they have okay, the sex where, okay, yeah. Okay, so here's what I think it does. Mm-hmm. Hazel's whole thing is, I can't date a normal mm-hmm. because I am a Hazel. Yes. And so this presents this situation where she's like, oh, my God, I'm trapping him. Uh-huh. I don't know what to do because I'm trapping him. This is like the worst possible situation. I have trapped him. And this is terrible because she... Once she find out she finds out she's pregnant, she's I mean, she's excited about it. She's I think she calls it a little bean or something like that. Yeah, she it's very melody. And at the beginning it's of the book, um yeah. she says she wants to have seventeen kids and you know. Yeah. And so she knows this is what she wants. Right. And it, it sort of I think it gives Hazel in particular mm-hmm. the clarity that because spoiler alert, A he chooses her before he knows sure. about this. He comes clean about it, about the fact that he loves her and he wants to be with her. Yes. But it proves to her when he finds out and his first reaction is, I think I should go to the doctor with you. Mm-hmm. When he finds out after professing his love, anybody can profess their love, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. That's that's like, sure, like you're you're in the crazy endorphin phase of the relationship. Fine. Mm-hmm. But to have such a heavy thing smack you right in the face right afterwards and to be completely on board, mm-hmm. I think that plot device allows Hazel to really feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I yeah. liked it. I knew you would. I just I just didn't think it was necessary. And also, like, you know how I hate a pregnancy. I'm just like, <laughs> ugh, But you don't ugh. see the pregnancy. I know, but it's just like, I just don't. And I'm like, ugh, you got to have a kid now. Huh. <laughs> you know, like, it, I, I know to a lot of people that, like, creates a, like, oh, I don't to have a family, and it's what she always wants, baby, and it's going to be right, like right, them, right. and then they get to start on their life together. But I'm, but to me... My knee-jerk gut reaction is like, ah, oh, now they don't get to have a life together, to have a kid, you know? Like, So I'm sorry, this is mostly me, but I do believe that it was not necessary to... Maybe Fair. For you, it was value-added. For me, it was like, ugh. But like, yeah. I, I think yeah. it could have wrapped up without the pregnancy plot. That's okay, all. fair enough. Fair enough. So anyway... So she- basically, we said what happens <laughs> already. Yeah. So she and Emily, like, take the test together. Mm-hmm. And then we find out afterwards that Emily goes with her to her um, first doctor's mm-hmm. appointment and all of that. Meanwhile, he's worried. He calls Dave. They sit down. And he's like, I'm completely in love with Hazel. I don't know what to do. Because she's, like, seeing this other guy. And I don't know. And Dave is like, so, uh, have you, I don't know. Oh, because Dave 100% her? knows. Because Emily yeah. told Dave. Because yeah, they tell each other everything. Also, also, in other news, Josh saw uh the freaking pregnancy. Why do I say freaking so much these days? Like, what is my (laughs) life? God, am I pregnant? Is that what's happening? (laughs) Oof. He saw Um, saw the fucking pregnancy pregnancy test. test. Yeah. 
at Emily's at house. At Emily's and thinks that it, Emily's pregnant. So he thinks yeah. that he has a secret from Dave. And actually, right. Dave has a secret from <laughs> Josh. And so anyway, Dave encourages him to tell her that he loves yeah. her. So she's curled up on the couch. She's feeling shitty because it's like now week, I think, I don't know, nine and the exhaustion is setting in. Everything is setting in at this point. She's she's vomiting. She's doing all the things. Oh, is nine weeks the amount of time that it would take to have symptoms of a pregnancy? No, not for everyone. But a lot I'm of times the first point like. <laughs> that some people what? don't find out until week nine. That's too oh, late. Oh, yeah. No, that's sometimes. actually really, yes, that's really, really a thing. Like, especially for people with brains like mine that have a really hard time discerning patterns and schedules without constant vigilance. Mm-hmm. I've definitely gone two months and been like, did I Did I just not write down did my I have period, period last time? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. So much and plan like, B. The anxiety of taking pregnancy tests is like, I can have not had sex in like I know uh, if I, I think- was a virgin and I took a pregnancy uh-huh. test, I would still break <laughs> out in a cold worried. sweat. It's so anxiety ridden. I can't like yep. if I had to take a pregnancy test every month, I would lose my mind literally. Mm-hmm. Like I would dread the day. I don't know. Anyway, and on, the, on the flip side of that, when Michael and I were trying both times, my hormones like weren't super aggressive i guess or something Mm -hmm. so we couldn't really tell a lot of times i was like is that a line is that not a line yeah like and meanwhile we wanted so desperately to become pregnant that Mm -hmm. i'm like sitting on my bathroom floor being like i don't fucking know like can we get (laughs) can we get a witch in here or something (laughs) why didn't you get one of those you didn't even call me to witch you I know. That you should have wished me. me right I up. I have drawn a card for you. Here's the thing. Um, oh, 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 I know what I was going <gasps> to say. You know the friend we have that has the fantasy of drinking Hennessy in a fur coat yes. on a yacht and throwing yep. um, young men off of it after having sex mm-hmm. with them? She also would, when we were in college, sometimes mm-hmm. take pregnancy tests wait. to cheer up. <laughs> <laughs> So like if she was having a bad day, she the, like this isn't something she said she did. This is something like I did with you her sometimes her. when she had a bad day. She would go buy a pregnancy test, even though she knew she wasn't pregnant, uh-huh. just to be like, not pregnant. At least I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Ayo. Ayo. Better I did day something now. right lately. <laughs> yeah. Yep. God, she is such a magical being. She is. She is. Ah, uh, through and through. Anyway, okay, so Hazel's sitting on her couch. She's in her cheesy hat. She's in, like, some scrubby pajamas. She's, like, not having a great time. And there's a knock at the door. Josh shows up in fucking finery. He's, like, got this button-down shirt and these flowers Mm -hmm. and, like, so many things. And he sits down with her and he bares his soul. And he's, like... I love you and I think that we should be together mm-hmm. and I want to have sex now again. And so they're kissing and she's like, wait, so is this like a, we do this three times and never again. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is a, we do this forever. a lot forever <laughs> in my mind. Creepy fingers for Josh. Creepy fingers. So then they take it into the bedroom. They have some hot, Hot. Yeah, this we're time gonna he's be together forever. Time, and he's trying to like oh. convince her to love him. 
convince oh her to love him sex very good he's trying I'm hard fanning myself yes yes he goes down on her mm-hmm. in a spectacular way like it's a whole thing keep in mind scrubby pajamas cheesy hat this guy's a yeah. hero oh. hero and they have sex and then afterwards she is bleeding mm-hmm. and so she firmly flips out she runs to the bathroom she calls her doctor and she's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm about this many weeks pregnant. I need a doctor's appointment. We have to figure this out. Right. And she's the Googling. doctor tries to assure. Yeah, she's, I mean, oh, Google is such a, such a tricky thing at that point. Yep. You know, <laughs> like, do you Google? Do mm-hmm. you not? Yeah. I always let Michael do the Googling so oh, that he can filter it for me. That's nice. Because mm-hmm. it's very comforting for him. It's mm-hmm. like he can do something. Yes, I love and, a Google. And, Yes. And I don't like a Google because uh-huh. I will I, I do the revisionist facts. I'm oh, like, on your oh, Google? look. Yeah, I'm like, they, they said that it could be nothing or it could be everything. So you, revi- you revise it negative. No, all the time. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. See, if I put in O like into my Google bar, it, it populates ovulation cycles so I can look at the days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just, if i even think about making an o it's like uh-huh. we'll give you that image we know what you're going for <laughs> so she makes the appointment and she's like crying to herself and she's trying to pull it together because if this is nothing she doesn't want to bother josh about it right you no know? she wants to like she doesn't want to start their relationship off on this like negative foot right and she told him before they have sex she's like i need to talk to you about something and he's like yes. how about after though so right. she tried Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She totally did. This is not a secret baby situation. So he comes in and he's like, hey. And and meanwhile, he's freaking out because he's like, maybe she's never encountered blood after sex before. Yeah. He's Mr. A little uterine lining never hurt anybody. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh, Oh, look at her swoon. Look at her. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, is there something going on? She's like, nope, nope, nope. Nothing going on. Nope, nope, nope. And they go to bed. The next morning, she's getting ready and she's like, yeah, it's okay. I told work I was going to be in late because like I have an appointment to go to. No big deal. Da, 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 da. He's sitting in the kitchen and he starts putting things together and something doesn't feel right. And then he looks over. This is also a very melody thing to do. Look through someone's like, mail? No, like the corner. Leave something a corner oh, yeah. or like a half out, like just enough out so that you get fully caught yeah. red-handed and it's a very Aaron <laughs> thing to do to go through someone's mail when you're at their right. house yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he sees the ultrasound and that's when he goes she's in the bathroom brushing her teeth he goes up behind her and he puts his arms around her and he's like hey so i'm gonna drop you off at your appointment and i i, I can stay with you or something like that uh-huh. she's like no 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 reason and he looks at her in the mirror, like they're both facing the mirror. And he says, don't you think I should be there? Oh. And she just like melts. Yeah, she just bursts. She's like, you know, ah, I'm so glad you know. But also, I'm so sorry. And I don't know what to do. And I don't know what's going on. And I want this baby to be okay. And oh. so mm. they go to the doctor together. Yeah. And they, they see their little wombat on the ultrasound screen. Mm-hmm. And then it's happily ever after. Ooh, that's an epilogue <laughs> time. They're at the they're at the doctor. They're in the waiting room of the doctor's office, and he like gives yeah. her a smooch or whatever. And then that's the end. You turn the page, and then you're like, "This is the end." 
of the book. Only if you're a person who doesn't read the epilogue. I don't. They always have kids in them. Gross. <laughs> so, here's what... <laughs> so here's how it ends, Aaron. Uh, it fast forward. Their kids, their names are uh, Goofus and Wombat. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're actually going on a date night. It's really cute. They um, decide to skip the movie and just go back to his old place that's between renters and fuck on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> old okay. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then the next day, it flashes forward. They're like playing in the field with their first two kids. The first one is a little girl. She's very much like Josh. She's very careful, very considering. The second one is a little boy. He's a little insaney pants, mini Hazel. And he's like wearing an Elsa costume mm-hmm. and running down a, a hill until he falls and rolls and then gets up all triumphant. And then she walks up. She is like seven months pregnant again because yeah. they're on baby number three. Uh-huh. And it's lovely. When they go out for their date, you'll love this. Mm-hmm. She comes out in a full witch's costume. What? Why? <laughs> Why? And he's like, he's like, so uh, Halloween isn't for like three weeks. What's going on? And she goes, well, they brought the costumes out at the store. So I hope you're taking me somewhere witchy. <laughs> what? Why? Hazel. Hazel, Hazel, Hazel. <laughs> it's so cute. Uh. Anyway, it's really cute. They, She actually had to spend most of her p- first pregnancy on bed rest, and they talk about that in a really sweet way. It's like part of her daughter's birth story. Uh-huh. They recount it for her because she asks. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and she says that her daughter taught her how to be still and quiet so that her like uterus could learn how to have a baby and then the little boy was like was i still in quiet and she was like no you were my little ping pong ball or whatever it's so lovely it's so lovely so Mm -hmm. that's the end yeah that sounds nice Can I tell yeah. you there was an HB that um was in a chat on Facebook like about writing and she shared her little I, I know who this is, I know who you are, I just don't know if you would want this said. So right. I, I listen. If you're over there fuming being like she didn't remember who it was, <laughs> listen, I know. But it was about that they were writing books and there was like a, a one of those little boards, inspiration boards, and there's a kid uh-huh. in her book. And she shared oh. it, and she's like, look at my inspiration board for my book. And then I took the two pictures that had kids, and I put dogs <laughs> instead. <laughs> and I sent it back, and I was like, look, I made it good again. <laughs> Get your kids out of my romance. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I just realized that I did this entire Yes, with a sticker podcast. on your face. <laughs> What is that sticker? sticker on my cheek. Like a huge sticker of is it Spider Man? It is Spider Man. I didn't know. I didn't know. I forgot. It was on my face. Like for like twenty minutes. I know I can see it. I've been looking at you for however long. I was like, what the fuck is on her face? And I was like, oh, it's a sticker. Cool. You should see the sneer on her face. Right now. A sticker. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I just didn't know what it was. I like a sticker. So anyway, I'm going to take that off now. Yeah. Do you have a lady love? Is it stickers? Uh-oh. Do I have a lady love? <laughs> you go first. Me? Go first. Me go first is yeah. the week before my wedding. I don't love anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is the truest statement I've ever heard in my life. 
It's a week before the celebration of my love, and I can't think about it. I can't celebrate anything. Wait, can I have a repeat, lady love? Can I repeat an old lady love again? Just to, like, really drive it home, you guys. Of course you can. Are you watching The Handmaid's Tale? Is it? Yeah. I'm I'm talking to listener. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Pretend I'm not here. Yeah, that's what I usually do. (laughs) Are you? <laughs> I like to pretend that this is my podcast that I host alone. It's very nice. <laughs> are you, listener, listener, are you watching The Handmaid's Tale? Is it getting you down because of all of the lady hate and lady murder on it, even though it's a feminist show to watch? Is that confusing for you? <laughs> <laughs> then you should listen to the podcast Red All Over, which I have talked about yeah. several times because I feel like they share so much DNA with us, and it's a recap of The Handmaid's Tale, and they're so, so funny. And after you watch it and you feel that feeling in your stomach that you feel after watching The Handmaid's Tale, if then you listen to this podcast, then you will feel good again. Yeah. Because they also hate watching it, but also love it, um, and uh-huh. they articulate it so well. Um, one of their slogans is, three seasons and never again, please. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Anyway, they're For really, the really funny, and you should listen to them. Yeah. Thank you. Actually, you want to know what I did when Hulu dropped the first three episodes? Listen to those first? Uh, No. I watched an episode, listened to the podcast. Uh-huh. I watched an episode, listened to the podcast. <laughs> They're so funny. I love them so much. And they kind Same. of tweeted at us like a little bit. So like, a tiny bit. If you guys can make that happen a little more so like we can be their friends. Oh my God. I really appreciate it. Thank you. They're so smart. Yeah. They're really smart. They're so smart. They're always smart. like, oh, like the symbolism of such and such. I'm like, how right. did you even, how is that even possible that you understood that? It's like, yeah, blows my mind. Anyway. Yeah. And when, when Kelly comes out with like the religious background, mm-hmm. we're just like, thank goodness somebody knows yeah. things yes. about this. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So that yeah. I'm going to recommend that podcast again. I know I did it the last season of the handmaid's tale, but it just makes me so happy. Okay. What is your lady love melody? What is my lady love? I'm sure I'm watching a show I like. Hold can I on. just can I say something that I was <laughs> so, what? Can I say something? That was my favorite I mean, thing that this happened is this your week. Podcast alone. <laughs> so. can I say my favorite thing that happened this week is we were talking about The Bachelor and you kind mm. of wanted a spoiler, but you also didn't want a spoiler and you kind of did, but you kind oh. of didn't, you kind of did. <laughs> and we were making fun of a certain bachelor contestant that Jesus came to him in a shower. And so mm-hmm. I was um, telling you oh. the spoiler, and I said, all right, Melody, this week I took a shower, and it was setting up to be like, and then Jesus came to me, and he told me this spoiler about The Bachelor, and as soon as I said, Melody, this week I took a shower, took a you, sh- said, you said, me too, high five. <laughs> I said me too exclamation point and then my next text was Pat's back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Melody. <laughs> yeah. That's, listen, I can I can only be me. The most, I don't know. It's the most melody thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I just took a shower and then the next text is me too. I showered Pat's back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, yeah. Melody, 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 Melody. No, I was trying to set up a joke. <laughs> oh, the joke was really good too. Anyway, okay, 
Actually, I have a little Netflix thing that's kind of fun. It's this new reality show that I loved from start to finish. It is called Back with the X. Mm -hmm. And the premise of the show is that four people have decided that they want to get back with their like their ex or their one that got away or their whatever. And they're all hetero couples. So that's a thing like, you know, whoopsie. But it's really cool because there's one couple that's like they're like 50 and 57 and they had a a vacation romance when they were young and then like lost touch and got married and they've decided to try again or whatever. Uh Then there's, you know, some, oh, it's also, it's Australian. So you get to watch all of these people do this in Australian. Uh Uh-huh. And that's lovely. Yes. So they spend the first couple of days like in a hotel getting reacquainted. Mm -hmm. And then the first week or like I would guess like four days or so, they move into one of the people's houses. And then the next week they move into the other person's house. Mm. And you have to like follow the rules of the person you live with and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, that should be required for all dating. I think so too. And then the final thing that they do is they go on like a crazy, wonderful trip. They go to South Africa. They go to Canada. They go to a bunch of different places. They go to Paris or whatever. So they do all of that. And then at the end of the three weeks, they have to decide whether or not they're going to get back together for real or if they're going to part ways forever. (gasps) And my one qualm with the show is that they didn't bring in any kind of like counseling staff. Mm -hmm. I really think that one couple in particular, all they really needed was a good, a good counselor, or at least um, the idea that counseling is a good idea Mm -hmm. because they were just like entrenched in these crazy patterns Mm -hmm. that, you know, they would say something and you could tell they weren't reacting to what was said just now. They were reacting to a fight two years ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I really wanted that to be a component, but yeah, it is so fun. So back with the X made me really happy. It's on Netflix. Good. That's my lady love. There's a couple of HEAs. There's, uh, you know, find out. It's lovely. Australian people. <laughs> Being hot. <laughs> Still talking about it. Okay. You can find us on all the places. You can find us on Twitter. At heaving underscore bosoms on Instagram at heaving bosoms on Facebook heaving bosoms podcast. We also have the heaving bosoms podcast geriatric friendship cult, which is the happiest place on the internet. And then we have a website, which is very behind, but it will get you to some. I'm so sorry. Links. It's just the I website. gotta get you through this wedding, and then I will do Dude, it. Dude, you're getting married. You're getting married. Yeah. The website is heavingbosomspodcast.com. That will take you to our Patreon. And the Patreon is still super exciting because if you make a new pledge or if you increase your pledge, we double it and send that money to the Yellowhammer Fund for June yes. and July. Yes. And then it also takes you to Redbubble where we have a bunch of our merch. original merch made by Rachel Ross. It also She's is incredible. where you can look at the Heaving Bosoms Embrace. What's it called? Yes. <laughs> reading Embrace. Reading Embrace. Yeah, which is still mm-hmm. cooking, guys. It is. Keep reading. That's right. And uh, I think I did it. Yeah. Oh, and heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com. We won't Let us answer know. your emails. 
we we're likely won't answer the emails we can't do but it we love reading them yep <laughs> we like reading them and if you've sent us an email or a facebook message or an instagram yeah. message or something something that you're like surely they would respond to this because this was a very important message that i sent to them just likely us, just let us know yeah because maybe it up. maybe we just didn't see it because we get a lot of yeah. emails these days. I never see Instagram requests. Yeah, I, I went through them see, the other day. Listen. Some of them were three months old. It's yeah. nuts. I don't know what is wrong with me yeah. when it comes to Instagram and Facebook. But yes. the messengers, I don't know. Yes. Okay. So keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love taking a pregnancy test just to prove to yourself that you're not pregnant to have a better day. <laughs> yeah. You did something right, girl. You did something today, unless you're trying to get That's pregnant right. and then that doesn't work as much. But like, right. if, then do if not do this. Then do not do that. You know? Yeah. Then that might right. ruin your day. But That's like, right. if you don't want to be pregnant, <laughs> do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you, Todd. All right. Love you. See you Bye. in how many days? One, two, three, four? Four days. See you in four days. Baby <laughs> fingers. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. All he's got on is like the cloth she wrapped around his ribs. And that's it. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.